Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unlocked, the Ricky Lock podcast. Before I kick off this episode, I just want to share a quick message with you. For all the UK listeners out there right now, you're probably quite aware of the recent announcement about the next four weeks of lockdown. And whilst this might seem like an incredibly difficult time, remember that we can't really control this. We can't do anything about it. But what we can choose to do is to control how we respond and how we behave. How we choose to embrace the next four weeks and how we respond will determine how successful we are and the outcome of our business after the lockdown. And whilst I know this isn't easy for everybody, if you do feel like you're going to be struggling over the next couple of weeks and you'd like to just reach out and chat to someone, please feel free to get in touch via my social media or at info at rickylock.co.uk. In this episode, I talked to two amazing ladies, Katie and Roxy, about how they built a tribe in the wedding industry supplier network. And I think community is so important right now. You're not alone and we can get through this. We've got through it before and we'll get through this again. But I think you're going to really enjoy this episode because Kate and Roxy started this huge tribe in the Wedding Industry Supply Network and it's created this massive community full of love and full of business support. And since recording this episode, Kate and Roxy have both released an ebook that you can purchase from their website. It's all about using social media to grow your business. To grab a copy, head to the show notes and find the link where you can purchase and download your ebook. As always, thank you for your continued support. I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unlocked, the Ricky Lock podcast with me, Ricky Lock, the podcast that is here to help inspire success in your business and your life. And today we have two amazing women, Katie and Roxy, two amazing entrepreneurs, actually, from the Wedding Industry Supply Network. Hello. How are you both? Good to see you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't wait for this conversation. You can have that if you like for your website. I don't mind. Uh, I won't charge you for that. You can have that if you like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is lovely to see you. And um, some of the conversation that we'll talk about, I think a lot of people listening to this will relate to you, especially in terms of what our business is. But for everybody listening who doesn't know who you are, who are you and what do you do? Okay, so I'm, I'm Katie. Um, this is my voice, everybody. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm one half of the Wedding Industry Supply Network with the wonderful Roxy. And um, hello, everybody. This is my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring wedding uh, business owners together to support uh, one another in uh, events all around the world, uh, in person and online. And we also make lots of together for training. We do. We have an amazing, a huge online community of over 10,000 wedding professionals. And like Katie was saying, we do kind of virtual training and also in-person training. But for us, it's all about bringing the industry together. I like that. Yeah, very nice. And, and what a time as well to bring people together. Absolutely really important. I love that. I think one of the things is to know as well, I think both of you, you had separate businesses before collaborating. Is that right? So kind of. So what happened was... Um, I actually worked for Katie, so she was oh. my boss way back when, um, and we had a bridal shop, well Katie had a bridal shop, Yeah, and I was the shop manager. Yeah, oh. so yeah, just kind of take it back to how kind of Twizzing, that's kind of how people started to kind of refer to us as Twizzing, um, <laughs> kind of was born, was that I had a wedding business way back in kind of like uh, almost 10 years ago, and as part of that, I started a business, right literally from the bottom up so i had this idea about opening an affordable bridal wear shop 
way back kind of 10 years ago that wasn't kind of as much of a thing really and uh, that came about from me being a stay-at-home mum I was getting married and I spotted kind of a gap in the market for wedding dresses that were of a more um, affordable price but still high quality right, and uh, 10 years ago there wasn't really anything out there apart from you could buy something on eBay which wasn't um, like great customer it service it wasn't <laughs> yeah and what it wasn't really what Really, what a bride would want. What a bride would want. They want the experience of um, going into a shop and having it and being made to feel like the most important kind of person at the most important time of their life, the happiest time of their life. So I actually started my business from home online and then got a shop. And then very quickly, once I got a shop, it was (laughs) as I kind of was opening the doors, I thought, I'm going to need somebody else here because. I'm going to be running all the appointments and I need somebody to kind of answer the phone and I need somebody to kind of pick up the emails and all of that sort of thing. And then in came Roxy. Hey. <laughs> Roxy. <laughs> and that is how we met. And I think, well, for me anyway, from the get-go, I was like, she's my kind of person. Like, you know, we just, you know, yeah. we just find the yin to your yang. Nice. <laughs> right. Oh, very good. And, and you... And you and it's funny actually, like people will probably relate, like, you know, it was, uh, the business was called House of Oliver, we were, um, and I had a little bridal shop, and I was the sole person of my business, that I was the person running everything from the customers to the marketing to everything kind of behind the scenes, and Roxy came on board at the beginning to kind of mm-hmm. just work a Saturday, yeah. didn't you? And then very quickly in the business, as, as probably lots of people that are listening can probably relate to, you, you kind of realise that you can't do everything yourself, yeah. and as kind of I got busier and busier and busier, one of the things I kind of learned was, you know, Roxy was very willing and keen and wanted to be a part of what we were building and very much in, into the industry, weren't mm-hmm, you? And very yeah. much passionate about what we were trying yeah. to do at House of Oliver to kind of give you that more responsibility, yeah. weren't you? And, and delegate then, things a little bit more um, yeah. to almost, it almost kind of takes the pressure off you a little bit, but actually think about it, was that hard? 1,000 to pass over the baton and say there you go 1000% and I think a lot of people find that but what's been great is that from right at the beginning of building my wedding business from when I got the premises and the shop Roxy's been there by my side so we've kind of done that you know lots of people think oh we actually had it, it was my business if you like but obviously Roxy built it with me like mm. and breathed House of Oliver as much as you yeah yeah 1000% yeah. and then the wedding industry supply network came about kind of fast forward four years we then had a team of staff underneath us. Roxy was working full-time managing that team of staff. And we just found this need in the industry for a place where people, where wedding suppliers would be able to kind of network with one another. Like it's so important for yeah. business owners in whatever industry business owners are in for so many reasons. Yeah, definitely. But even just on a marketing level mm-hmm. to have other people around them to recommend clients to for you to kind of share a client base because lots of business owners are in a location and other business owners are chatting to your ideal client at the same time as you're chatting to that person so it's good to have you know business cards to hand and people like your people your tribe who you would recommend your clients to because that comes back on it's a reflection of you when you're recommending and, yeah. and we found there wasn't really anywhere. There wasn't. There, there was like a huge gap of how you could meet other suppliers. So you could go to wedding fairs, but what were you there to do? You were there to talk to the brides, not other yeah, suppliers. And, and, yeah, and clients. Yeah. And brides yeah. and grooms and, and people getting married. And there was this time, and you were there focused on marketing your business. 
And I would kind of run around, wouldn't I? And wouldn't you, yeah. And, I'd run, and I was lucky I had a team of staff. So I had five girls working the fair for me. Yeah. And, and Roxy was managing that team. And I'd run around and go and say, hi, I'm Katie. While, everyone, while everyone's having a bacon sandwich. But it <laughs> yes, almost, yes, I know that feeling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it almost gets forgotten about because, you know, yeah. then at the end of the wedding fair, you've got to go away and you're, you're concentrating on your leads that come into the yeah. business, rightly so. Yeah. And we also found in a way that we had a physical premises. So when you have a physical premises, quite often people would come in, drop in and say, yeah. oh, hi, like, and we saw it. People wanted to come and network with us. And as lovely as that was, it, it was taking us away from our business. And we understood as well that that was taking those people away from their businesses. Yeah. So we, we wanted to create an environment in order for people to be able to come to a place or go to a right. space online ask the questions they needed to yeah. ask, network, find the tribe and the people that they wanted to work with to collaborate with for star students or photographers or demand that we an issue or something that, you know, yeah. they wanted to talk to another supplier that was similar about. And, and it's there when you need it. And, and the other thing yeah. that, you know, has, has kind of come about from what we've kind of done is that, gosh, you know, we, we have made so many mistakes. <laughs> 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 in a business. Yeah. You know, you start a business and there isn't really a, a trail map out there like, yeah. in terms of for the industry or there wasn't really anything at, at the level that a small business needs it to be at you know yeah, when yeah. you're starting your business and you know money is tight and resources and time is precious to you um investing quite a lot of money is a bit a bit of a hurdle for businesses to kind of get over and what we kind of provide is that kind of middle ground don't we where people can kind of accessible education yes. accessible um resources we do lots and lots of training lots of uh, similar to what you kind of do Ricky like yeah, chat yeah. to a lot of people network to a lot of people mm -hmm. and and just a place for people to kind of come learn what they, what they want to learn and then if they if they want to yeah. uh, invest and take it a little bit further the opportunity is there for them to do that they can come and network in our online spaces in our online communities and at our events and at our events we put on so much training don't we we do yeah also, it's a really nice space, you know, our community online and in person, because it can be very, very lonely, kind of running your own business. I suppose that we were quite lucky in that we had a team of staff, but quite a lot of, you know, small businesses are one-person bands, and you can't do everything, and you can't know everything, and that is okay, but we're kind of here to help and guide, guide people through, you know, the right kind of direction to take the social medias, you know, the marketing, and all, and all those kind of things as well. And for them yeah. to just talk to other people, it is about that, isn't it? Like, gosh, we're the first to kind of make, like, we also don't know everything, but we, we, we never have claimed to. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, what we think that there is power in people, there is power in people because there is, and, and we have definitely seen it at this time, yeah. there, is, there is help and positivity mm -hmm. out there. And yeah, 100%. that's really what we are we are here to do i'm super passionate yeah. about doing because yeah. we have never claimed we've got all the answers to solve everybody's issues but what we can do is here's a little bit of guidance as to how we can um you know turn that dial and turn up your social media or help you on your website a little bit or make it all things that we have learned and probably really struggled with yeah, at some point in the past. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. why not help others be in a room with like-minded people and sharing your experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. And when I was a women's supplier uh, as well in the business, because we, we did move and start doing this 
about full time about 18 months ago wasn't it it was this was getting so big um that we, we made the decision it was amazing it was so it was so amazing but really scary <laughs> was that I wanted to learn from other people inside of the industry. Yes, there were networking events out there. Yes, there was training out there for other um, businesses and other business owners. But I I wanted to kind of learn from people who had been in the same experience Mm. and and in the same industry that we worked in. Yeah, yeah. And had the same sort of challenges in terms of, you know, seasonal calendars and seasonal years. And that's what I kind of found that, yes, I did networking. Yes, I also went and worked with business mentors and you have as well in the past. Mm. And quite a lot of the time, I I felt like I was explaining the wedding industry over and over to people and, you know, explaining how our client works and the psychology of how our client works. And yeah, this this is where this kind of came from for us, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? A a massive, massive passion project. And we're so passionate and really lucky that we get to work with such amazing people every single day. Um, It is such a, uh, you know, it's such a wonderful community, isn't it? Because... Uh You know, for us having that opportunity to be there for someone's special day, all the suppliers in the wedding industry are genuinely nice people because they want to give to someone this wonderful feeling. So what better way to be in a room with, like you said, like-minded people. I really like the idea of this culture that you've created because, which I'm sure you're going to share in a second, is that this isn't, for anyone listening who doesn't know what Kate and Roxy does, this isn't just a local thing in like a town. This is across the whole of the UK. Um, and the world, probably, and the world sorry oh international sorry i got it wrong yeah. international yes we are international <laughs> and um you know this culture where people feel like they they can have value they belong you know like if you go on holiday and you um i remember when i was a kid my mum would say oh we're gonna go on a holiday i just want to get away from it oh, i've had enough i just want to get away and then you go on holiday and then the first person you see is someone from your town you go you you're know, from peterborough always- oh no way and then you become friends with them and uh-huh. it's weird, isn't it? Because I think there's that whole thing, or someone from the UK, you say, oh, you're from the UK? Oh my God, that's amazing, so are we. But it's because people want to feel part of something, they belong. And that's what you guys have created, that wonderful atmosphere where I can go sit in a room with a like-minded individual that knows my business in and out, uh, or shared experiences. And I think you said it really, really well. There's a couple of things uh, that we've mentioned before, and I think you said it really well on your website, is that self-employment is a very lonely job. But having that uh, environment before Twizzle, I can't even think of anywhere where, I mean, I've done it. I was sat in a networking meeting. I said, and they say, hello, what are you? I'm, I'm a professional magician. And then you go around the room and say, yeah, I'm an accountant. I'm a plumber. I'm a doctor. Yeah, anything. exactly right. I just do not fit in this room. They have no idea yeah. what I do. Yeah, Rick, we're so glad that you brought that point yeah. on. Because this word networking really scares people. And we, we get it because also, it also made us feel really uncomfortable as well. Like we sat in the room and was like, oh, hi, yeah. I work in the wedding industry and you almost like you say you're almost on a back foot right there because and, you might and get the industry or there's just yeah. not oh, you, you just, yeah like like-minded people at 1000 but also as well like in terms of networking is part of a marketing strategy and you're there as well yes to meet like-minded individuals but to also exactly what you were saying about hunting impacts and and getting to know your people is that we recommend people that we like and you know if we if we meet a plumber at one of these events and then we need a plumber and we're like oh yeah i know a plumber or somebody <laughs> yeah, else yeah and this is happening in our industry every single day yeah you know we're chatting to clients uh clients are saying oh do you do you know a magician do you know a venue stylist yeah and um at the networking events that we were going to Yes, we might be able to learn a little bit about something or somebody in the room, but we didn't feel like we were walking away with kind of any leads or any business yeah. Yeah, or yeah. 
all that sort of thing. And, and there is a point where you can give, 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 but also networking is marketing and is part of an, a marketing strategy as well. This is, this is why this was needed for our industry, that we wanted people to be able to go to somewhere, get everything that you've just said, yeah. fit in, but also be able to walk away with some business or, so, or yeah. you know, oh, now I know a florist or a, an opportunity, you know, for a style shoot or, or something to kind of come about from that time yeah, spent definitely. up inside your business. Yeah, and you see this, don't you, at wedding fairs, because at the end of the wedding fair, you see, I mean, like, especially where I've been to them, at the end, you know, when you say goodbye to everyone, it's generally like they're really sad. Oh, my God, you know, you're my friend. I'm not going to see you now until the next wedding fair. And you see people, you know, and um, they go, oh, how are you? How's your business? And it's just a wonderful atmosphere to be a part of. I remember doing, like, the first one, and it was just so uh, nice to be part of this, this culture. Like, oh, my God, this is something that's genuinely interesting in what I do. Yeah, that's a wonderful community. So I love that you've created this amazing international not uh, just uh, uk but international um culture a community which i think is really really important and for people who are listening who aren't just in the wedding industry this is something that is is something that you could do i like you know go check out their stuff we'll put some links into the um the show notes to check out more of katie and roxy's work just by creating that little place uh, an atmosphere a culture where you can go talk to like-minded people is so important we were saying before this started about the idea of control. You know, someone said to me, I'm going to credit her name again if she's listening. And Bev, I love you, Bev, because you're so wonderful. She said about how the control that you have in a PAYE job or a business, and that is a very lonely role to be in self-employment. But mm-hmm. if you're working in a PAYE job, you're, you're always in the control of someone else. You don't have that control. Where in a business, you have complete control of how successful you want to be. It's, um, you know, like, like sharing with like-minded people, that whole mountain, which is so desirable, it's so hard, that bloody mountain climbing up as a self-employed business with that up and down coaster. But as yeah. soon as you get to the top, those views are so desirable. It's lovely. And I think that's great that you create that place where people can come and talk and say, yeah, do you know what? I'm really finding it hard. Or do you know what? I need this. I'd like to do a style shoot. I've never done one before. Yeah. What do I need to do? Oh, great. I can help you. And then you find out people, oh yeah, I live down the road from you. No way. Really? Yes. Yeah. The amount of people, you know, once you get, who knows what's going to happen once you start having a conversation with someone. And that, that's what I love, love the most is that, you yeah. know, you go to one of our meetings, it's, it's local people to you. Like, and actually, you do because, you want to do. I love the word that you said, culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, it started out like this little idea. It's a tiny seed. And, and we yeah. don't quite often step back and look, look at it in that way because we're, we do run this company and we run this we're business. climbing that mountain um, yeah, yeah. and we're climbing that mountain as well and but it you've it makes us feel really proud and really happy yeah, that, you know people really get the culture because this hasn't been just two people that want it starts out as a little idea and within four weeks we'd already grown massively um with suppliers that were like yes yes this is what we need this is what we want and we're actually based uh, in the East Midlands, that's where we're based. Oh, whereabouts? Whereabouts are you based? We're kind of like Derby, Nottingham. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, um, not too far away then from me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. where we're actually based. And um, we kind of started this chat with some of the suppliers, and people were like, "Yes, I need this in where I am. I need this where I am." So within four weeks of our community being born and this idea being born, we had meetings in. London, Essex, Kent, Sussex, so right Cheshire, in the yeah, Chester. Yeah. We were kind of already talking to Ireland. 
and we were like wow okay this is needed and that's where yeah. where we had to make that decision it was kind of three months in yeah, so we were running the house of oliver as well as running the wedding as well as being mums partners you know yeah, course, <laughs> daughters yeah. uh yeah. all of that sort of thing and we and that was a scary moment wasn't it mm-hmm. to kind of think right okay wow and we were right it wasn't just that we were doing this we were also lots of wedding professionals were like okay wow like you've been able to build this so like um and to us it came really naturally to us we used exactly the same strategies that we were using in our wedding business every single day and this is what wedding wedding suppliers really wanted and needed and and still do want and need is the tools the tools are out there in business and they Mm. just sometimes need to to look at it in a different in a different way we're very much part of that culture in terms of like you know knowledge we believe like knowledge is power like knowledge like and sometimes it's just about and people were, were starting to ask us, weren't they? How, how do you do that? How, how have you created this community? Like, how can I implement something in my business so I can see the same sort yeah. of results? Yeah. And yeah. that's how our kind of resource library came about. And we were like, right, okay, let's show you exactly how we have done it yeah. in yeah. terms of our wedding business. When we, you know, you talk about this for this business, we use exactly the same strategies in our bridal shop mm-hmm. business. And we spec- have people tune in from the other side of the world to watch us do Facebook live videos, yeah. selling wedding dresses. <laughs> we were doing Facebook live videos, selling wedding dresses, and we would be chatting to our audience. This is three years ago oh, now. Yes. So yeah, we used to yeah. do like hashtag Friday Friday. We would have people like, wanting, like booking in months in advance to come and model our dresses for our Facebook lives. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then we would create like, a real hype around it. Uh, we wow. would like have the show that we would do every Friday on a specific time. And we would have people watching from the other side of the world and sharing our videos from the other side of the world. And we remember it. And like we say, yeah. it's still crazy to us. But we would, yeah. the day where we thought, we need, okay. to, we need to go and put some makeup on before we do these shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we need a new wardrobe. But kind of the whole point of um, part of what we do now is that the things we learned there, we, we weren't doing anything special or, we, you know, we, we haven't, mm. like, learned any, like, you know, we didn't go to university or learn anything special. We just have learned it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if we can learn it and implement it in our business, we can help other people do that as well. I love that. Yeah. I think that you can find a lot of like people where you kind of like fake it till you make it don't you so you do things because of other people of what they seem like the perception of what they're doing i'll copy that and then you find well that doesn't work and you've kind of got to be in a like-minded environment to to learn from that i think one of the interesting things here is to understand that you know that whole culture thing you've created there's a great phrase that my um uh, an old mentor of mine used to say to me which was uh, not a phrase it's a true thing there's this big convention in america that happens every year and it's for vloggers uh, so vloggers spend all their time on their own, selfies, videos, YouTube, and all that. But for once, every single year, they go all the way to America to be in a, a conference with other vloggers. And that's because they want to be part of something. Mm-hmm. So that environment that you've created where you're giving advice and tried and tested tips really helps out. I, I love that idea. For a lot of people at the minute that's going through uh, not just the wedding industry, but maybe some resilience or tough times with their business, what would you say would be some great tips in a minute for any business to to try and implement a little bit of success what would you say would be your tips i think um one of the massive myths about business is that this is something that we call hustle pressure i'm so glad you like talked about this yeah and this is something actually that i have fallen 
and you have fallen. Oh. Um, and I'm sure lots of listeners will 1000% be able to relate to this. And this is this idea out there that we need to work ourselves to the bone, otherwise you are not going to have a successful business. Why are you watching yeah. TV? Why are you not on your laptop at night? <laughs> it's like Gary V, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Gary V, hustle, hustle, hustle. It's like... Yeah, and I really, really don't like it. Like, I really yeah. don't like it. And, right. I, and um, I think it's so ingrained in us, some, like everywhere that you kind of see of success and successful people. And, I, and now actually, we, we are in, we can feel this kind of pushback where people are, are now like, we, no, we can work work smarter. It's not about working harder. Yeah. It's about working smarter. And this idea of you know having it all. Well, what is having it all like? That that's for people to kind of decide for them. And exactly what you just said. What does success yeah. mean to us? Mm-hmm. Now, I would say definitely not like living like that. We really respect the time to pause, and we see that as productive. So you know, and it's something we've had to learn as well. So. Yeah. No, don't don't think it's gonna come easy. This kind of stopping, taking a step back, and pausing, but it's so important. Yeah, one thousand percent. Like I think what kind of happens is that we get interrupted quite a lot in our working day. Not only from you know we hop on social media to do something on social media, or we're using technology all of the time. So we are being interrupted constantly from emails from clients, and you know in those emails there might be things that you don't need to address right now and quite a lot of it is like discipline isn't it like self-discipline that that's such a negative word (laughs) but we kind of do it like honoring the need to pause and we kind of try and flip it on its head a little bit and thinking that you know stopping is productive it's very easy to like interrupt your trail of thought when you're doing something and then oh I'll just answer that text or I'll just go in you know yeah. get the washing out of the washing machine or anything kind of like that and then your kind of trail of thought or your focus fractures and it's quite it becomes quite difficult to then sit back down and and carry yeah, on with yeah. what's not productive at all doing things like that yeah so it's like yeah. the essential to kind of like sit back in your chair like take a breath and then gather your thoughts and then resume the task and it's so difficult to kind of think about doing that now some of the things that I do that sometimes helps is like I'll I'll think okay you know what I'm closing Facebook I'm turning off my notifications on my phone and I need to do this one particular thing um whether it's answer an email for a client or I need to sit and make a post for social media finish something off maybe yeah yeah Yeah. i will turn off notifications for everything and i will some of the time i don't non-contactable sometimes i don't (laughs) open camera on my phone i kind of open it on my laptop because i know that if i open it on my phone yes the notifications that are sitting there it's so ingrained in us isn't it as as psychology that you know somebody needs something from us and we want even though we know that we're not going to, we don't want to give them that time right now. Yeah. It, it's just reactive, isn't it? Yeah. A, a tiny little bit. So, yeah. you know, what kind of helps me is kind of turning that off. Sometimes I'll set a time if that kind of helps. And I, and I almost kind of race the clock. And, yes. And, you know, I'm not actually racing the clock because quite often I don't even notice that the time has stopped. Like, I'll do <laughs> like one of those, you know, like one of those stand timers. I've got a lovely one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it over. Turn it over. Oh, and you don't even nice. notice. And I do it for my children. I do it at home with my children as well. That they're almost focused on the stand. So I'm like, oh, we'll just watch TV while mm. the, like the stand is going down. And then guess what? We're all engro- engrossed in the film and we end up having two hours out yeah. of our day. And we've, yeah. 
it all enjoyed our time together I think and it's so important to manage your time like effectively to kind of so you can work at the best you know of your ability if it's the you know at a certain time of the day like for me like between two and three o'clock i have like productive hour no i have mm. brain fog I have, oh, okay. I, I have the opposite so i know in that hour that i'm not going to do anything that's going to require too much cognitive yeah. <laughs> effort yeah. because it's going to be rubbish and it's and then i'll look back maybe after tea and go I could have done that better if I just waited, but it's just yeah. about managing your time better. Um, and, and being, playing to your strengths, yes. like 1000%, like exactly what you just said, that's not your time to write good, effective no, copy. because I know I'm going to look back and go, what's that? But <laughs> it could be your time to, you know, organise your day for the next day or organise, yeah. you know, your wardrobe for the next morning. And productiveness doesn't have to be measured in burnout and yeah. this kind of thought or th I don't know even where it's come from, but I'm sure all of us have felt it at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you absolutely right, because um, this through. is um, a risk of your health. I think that, mm -hmm. you know, strokes, stuff like that is all due to burnouts and stuff. And I've got to quote uh, a good friend of mine, Sam Fitton, who's also a, a great wedding magician in, I think we're the Northwest. Yeah, Northwest, Manchester way. And, you know, he said uh, a long time ago about, you know, putting business hours on your emails. Yes. Don't be afraid to do that, because I was very hung up when I first started my business. Oh my God, nine o'clock at night. Uh, an inquiry's got through. I need to answer it. I need to answer it. And it'd be hustling. yeah, you'd be like hustling and hustling going, I need to do it. Cause if I don't reply, then, you know, yeah, I might lose it. Us. But at the end of the day, you know, we're human beings as well. So if you had like nine till five as your office hours, and then you had that automated email, that's okay. You know, don't, don't feel guilty. 1000%. One, one no. And this, these are the thoughts that actually, it seems to be, oh, you're in the wedding industry. Can you, could you not just open at 9pm? Yeah. And, Yes, at the beginning. Yes. But you don't want to be the wedding supplier that is always open at 9 pm. What do you want to be known for? You want to be known yeah. as the best magician in your area or the best wedding supplier or the best bridal shop. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be known as the bridal shop that opens at 9 yeah. pm at night or the or the magician that answers emails at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And it's very easy to get into that. But a little tip about that. Yeah. And I think this is something that people kind of struggle with as well, is that ingrained in us as entrepreneurs we get to choose our own business hours and that is so true that's exactly what roxy says now yeah. so if you're listening to this and thinking but i want to answer my emails at 9 p.m at night because that's my most productive hour you are allowed to do that that is one thousand percent but your client doesn't need to know about that yeah. so there is a really easy and quick way that you can kind of hop onto your uh, gmail or your email providers you can type out your email whatever you want to send attach your documents and then in the bottom you can schedule the send so it actually doesn't land in their inbox until when you feel that that client so your working yeah. hours that are on your website you're an entrepreneur like you're an entrepreneur you're a business person it's okay if you do want to get your laptop out at 10 p.m and work yeah it's 1000 percent fine for you to do that like it, it is 1000 percent fine for you to do that you just need to take the moments in the day where you allow yourself your you honor the need for your body and your mind to yeah. pause. It's okay to go and put Netflix on for an hour. Just yeah, so yeah. everybody knows it's all right to do that. Yeah, it's having that great balance of work and home life, isn't it? Something that I do on mine is that whenever somebody puts an inquiry through on my website, there's two things that happen. One is an automated email that says, hey, uh, I'm just currently out at the minute. I, I may not be, but if I'm busy on a task or something, I'm not reacting to it. But it says, um, I usually like to uh, pick up the phone to have a quick chat about your thing. If you uh, have a great time, just email back to me. 
And then what that does, that puts the ownership to say, okay, well, Ricky might be busy at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> you know, he might be sleeping, yeah. but um, that means he's going to call me back. Um, but it also then sends a, um, I also have a thank you video, which is just me, a generic video. Hey, how are you? Uh, so nice to see you. Thank you so much for getting in touch. I will call you as soon as I can, as soon as I see your email. And that puts that ownership. So let's say if I get that in court at 10 o'clock, I thought, nah, I'd much rather watch Netflix tonight. You know, <laughs> that sounds really horrible, but it's that balance of work and home life, isn't it? 1,000%. And, and you know, what people kind of misinterpret is that why can it not still be marketing? So what mm. you're, you're doing there, that video that you've sent, yes. is also building a relationship with that client. It's not about, I need to be the first person to get back to this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there is this ingrained culture and yes. it's not just happening in our industry it's happening in other things as well like yeah, you know you'll, yeah. you'll notice little gripes happen every day and you know you might need to contact a company yeah but we understand like they've got set business hours so you wouldn't expect google if you had an issue with google to get back to you in the middle of the night like you, yeah you yeah. know you would expect them to get back to you within two working days and it's about <laughs> setting that expectation at the beginning which yeah. you've set that expectation at the beginning yeah. And then you followed it up with some marketing and that's just clever systems that are inside of your business. And this is the, the kind of stuff that we talk about inside of our community and we talk yep. about, you know, the things that we Lovely little with. segue there, Katie. I must say that was a very nice segue <laughs> to the community. Very good. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of, you know, like, to take it back to the kind of the success thing that you said, mm. is that it's about being productive. 100%. Coupling it with the, the respect for yourself in terms of, downtime and rest and that is also productive yeah. i know that i can tell like with my own in in my own mind when i've, I've worked too much I'm, I'm gonna burn out soon because it all gets too much gets overwhelming and it's about yeah. you need to listen to your body because it might not happen now but if you carry on pushing 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 in the future like you say it's Mm. Like health risks are huge yeah and and that's that's the thing it's those silent killers you know you might be a very healthy person but that stress and all that worrying stuff i have to quote someone here um who's a, a lovely lovely woman called kirsty mack and i can't remember where the quote came from so apologies for everyone listening i'll try and get this in the notes i think it's a famous quote and it talks it could be the dalai dalai lama i'm not sure but um it talks about when you're doing the dishes do the dishes and it's just the idea of that like, if you are just sitting at home, like let's say, for example, you're doing the dishes, you're not worrying about, oh, I'm going to have to send that inquiry later on. I need to do that. You know, just focus on yourself, having that time, pause, break. If you're just watching Netflix, just watch Netflix. Don't start focusing on stuff because that's when that added pressure comes on going, oh, I've just seen, I'm watching my Netflix. There's an inquiry just coming through. I need to answer that now. No, just, just, just relax because otherwise it just builds up, doesn't it? And that attention, oh, you know. and I mean, at 10 o'clock at night, are you productive, really? No, I'm probably no. shattered at night, you know. So. I know I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I am, though. Like, you know, you, you are, you're a night owl, yeah. I'll be like, all the, all the like, good ideas come through at night from Kate. <laughs> but then, but yeah. then I'll go in the day, and, you know, I'll go and do the things that I kind of need to do, like go and get the school uniform ready, yeah. and, go and yeah. do that sort of stuff. And um, I've learned as well, I am not very productive in the morning mm -hmm. so even though i think i'm being productive in terms of like getting the kids out of the door and all of that organizing my day i actually spend a lot of time procrastinating and like standing thinking like yeah like yeah. you say not doing the dishes i'm yeah. kind of thinking about other stuff so in the evening getting the lunch boxes ready and all of that sort of stuff i'm at my most productive and i can do it then and then in the yeah. morning guess what like i can do it in 40 minutes I'll get up sometimes two hours before because I know actually I'm going to watch a little bit of telly and I'm yeah, going yeah. <laughs> yeah. to make, make a coffee 
yeah. yeah. But that's okay, like, that's how, you know, we're all yeah. different. And this is what we love at being entrepreneurs, is that we give ourselves the freedom, like, we set, our, we set ourselves our, our own working hours definitely, and, and, and that control thing that you kind of said before like yeah. the onus is on us isn't it and there are positives to that there are massive massive positives to that well there's a challenge as well isn't there thinking about this depending if you work in the wedding industry or even you have your own small business for us we probably have it depends on your ideal client as well but if your clients have a day job they're uh-huh. probably not going to contact you to the night so then your challenge would be so why am i pushing myself so hard nine till 12 in the day when they're not online so if you're pushing like say Oh my god! Oh my god! I've got a I've got a schedule all my social media content today. Then, if your person's not online until like seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, why are you faffing around putting it out early on in the day and stressing about it? So there's that challenge, isn't there? Think about like you said there. When is your power hours? You know, or the time when you are most productive. Power hours. Hey, hey. Yeah, power hours. There we go. Uh, we'll hashtag that power hours. Hashtag so power for you, Katie, when it's doing the lunch boxes, for me, I really get my best workout when there's a deadline. So I'm like, UK, if there's not a deadline at all, I'll procrastinate. Uh-huh. But if you give me something like by 11 o'clock at night, uh, I need to send this inquiry because I promised the client at 11 o'clock. 10 to 11 is when my brain fires up on all cylinders. So if I was doing it at nine o'clock in the morning, not going to get much work from it, you know? So I love that. Really good tip there. And I, I, I guess... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go forward planning. And there are all these business tools out there to use them. And, you know, they, they appear really scary. You think oh no it's okay like I like I like replying to clients of course everybody loves replying to clients there are easier things out there and there, and there can be and I'm only saying this because we've definitely felt it like a little bit of rejection to just kind of move with the times a little bit and to just yeah, yeah. accept yeah. some sort of like you said that control where yeah. actually there are business tools out there that are fantastic like scheduling changes out the way that we do things massively yes. Yeah. Because we are, we then know that there is good quality marketing going out. There's good quality yeah. copying going out. We batch our blog writing. It is about that word discipline, and I know it is a scary word, but but yeah. it frees up mind space. Oh, oh it does. And my, how important is mind space? Like, mm. just, like yeah. procrastination. Got to do this. Got to do that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Batch your time. Smash it out. Yeah. And and look at look at yourself as well through the eyes that other people look at you through, because we are our worst critics. Mm, like, yeah. you know, and I've had to start doing this very recently and actually reminding myself because, you know, all of the things that I see sometimes, I'll see like, oh, that's not been done, the dishes haven't been done, or like this mess on the mm. floor, or, and actually, if I step back and look, you would come in and be like, oh, Kate, your house is so tidy. Yes. Or, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, is it? <laughs> we are yeah. very good at putting up the bad points. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And something that's just rung uh, to mind there, if you think about the example we were saying that um, 10 o'clock at night, that kind of thing, people are very pressured to reply to it because I want, I need the gig, I need the gig, or I need to let them know. Mm-hmm. If they're a true client that wants you for you, they will wait until the next morning. And that will also separate those customers of price and experience. If they want the experience that you're offering, they will wait. They, you know, if they're just a price budget, then, you know, they may go away, but that's fine because if they really want you, then they will wait for you because they'll be happy to, yeah, they want to invest in you. We've all been there in the beginning of our business and we've taken every inquiry because we thought, where's, where's the next pound coming from? And we've all been there and people will be able to relate, but you know, not every client, and and we hear this a lot, you know, think about your ideal client and these words are are quite scary to new business owners, like the word networking and things like that. And, And, you know, we do things a little bit differently, but all we're basically saying is like flip that on its head a little bit and you know you're you're not 
your ideal client isn't everybody getting married. It's not somebody getting married, you know, is, is somebody that's going to question you on price. Is somebody that's going to message you at midnight and want a response at midnight or at 7 PM. Yeah. Is that your ideal client? If it is, it and is that's fantastic. Fantastic. Right? Like, yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. You've like 1000%, but if it isn't, you've got to set the boundaries in your business and stick to them because otherwise you are going to attract those people that, um, and 100%. we've done it, haven't we? 1,000%. Yeah. Like, we've done that, been there, and I'm sure Ricky, you've got experiences as well. <laughs> Not at all. Oh. <laughs> um, as to how, and gosh, we it's funny because I use our um, community as much for exactly the same reasons, and so do yeah, you, don't we? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, have a yeah. question about something in business? Can anybody help me, please? Like, have yeah. a little question about some t- like a tech issue or something? Here's a tech issue I had um, recently when I do Loom recordings for our courses. I'm upside down on my screen. But everything else, <laughs> I am the right way. And I've still yeah. not fixed it. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm crazy. can anyone help me pick like things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, it takes me back to when I was uh, first doing wedding fairs where I'd spent six or seven hours away from home. And then that next hour or two hours sitting at home was, I've got to reply to everyone to send them all the information I've collected yeah. and all that. And it was only until I started to then realize, actually, you know what, I want to just go home and enjoy it. I started to embed those automated processes so that I could capture the information at the wedding fair, send all the information to them there and then. And then when I get home, I can watch Netflix. And, and, and that's yeah, it. And it's relax. about also... <laughs> the people at home as well and mm. you know a part of w- what we do in the culture is we want to go places and feel belonged and talk about experiences yeah now not all the time we have people in our day-to-day lives like family that that understand yeah. some of the pressures that go along with being self-employed Enjoy and right. also the industry as well yeah and Definitely. that's kind of what we kind of build so that there's somewhere to kind of say Oh, you know, it's like, a safe space where you can come. You don't have to explain the industry or why a bride's doing this, this, this because we already get it. Or yeah, 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 in terms of oh, you know, going to like first ever wedding fair, like what do I need to take with me? Yeah, you know, the yeah, amount yeah. of well-meaning advice that I have had from people mm-hmm. who work a PAY job that have read something about marketing or read something about dropping leaflets or they've received a leaflet for a window cleaner and think that that's going to work there is a lot of bad advice out there there is a lot of bad advice out there that not everything is going to apply to what you are doing in your business still still we use that we use it ourselves and i think in our community any question inquiry or whatever there is somebody in there pop them upside down tech issue will be able to help and the 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 posts we see daily with people supporting other people is what i love the most honestly i love to go into community and just see like somebody like somebody um first have a wedding fair like they're kind of my favorite posts and then like because it's a st- every story is a, every business is a story yeah. and yeah, every yeah. first ever wedding fair we had somebody that, that was a photographer and couldn't get into any wedding fairs and you know she kind of we do this thing called wedding win and we have like a, a every friday we do a wedding win where we say Shout about come and tell us about what's fantastic in your business and that came about because like i don't know if it's a british thing but we don't mm. really ever say when, when people ask us how's your business going kate oh, it's going all right. is it, like, is it okay like, yeah, yeah, we don't really yeah. ever pat ourselves on the back or even if we have landed a client or you know do you know what i solved like i managed to sort out my landing page today like yeah yeah, yeah yeah over people's heads whereas actually well can you imagine if like someone said oh like 
how's your week been? Your business? And you're like, well, actually, I've nailed two clients. Yeah. Yeah. And we have just the type of people we are. We have like these little, we used to have this culture in House of Oliver where we would celebrate the wins and we would have like, we'd have a sale and we'd have like a little happy dance and we'd have like a little, I made a sale dance. And <laughs> we brought that into like the culture that we do it at the Wedding Supply Network. Right. In terms yeah. of, right. Here's a space where you can say, I did this, this, this in my business. Not always the big things. Yeah, the big things, yeah. things are amazing as well, but it can also be the tiny things. It can also be, do you know what? I found half an hour where the kids, you know, were quiet and I might yeah, yeah. to send this email that's been pressing. Yeah. Yeah. And we are here to go, do you know what? We understand and yes, we, we get it. We get amazing. it. And, you know, to kind of finish it on a, a story, like somebody came and said she, she was a photographer and she was feeling really disheartened her name's Leanne, and she uh, was feeling so disheartened that she's a photographer, and photo everybody knows that photographers get really booked up at wedding fairs, and mm. she was really, really struggling. And and she she, was, she mentioned on a on one of these posters that she didn't she didn't feel like she'd got a win this week, and bam, there's power in people because half an hour later she had three shows booked. Amazing, brilliant, the yeah. Area. And like that, yeah. that is what we are so. I know we say passion, but it is totally ingrained in us. Yeah, you're so right. And I love what you were saying there, Roxy, because I think the way we're conditioned as humans about like the wins thing that you were saying, if you were to say to someone, uh, like give them a comment, oh, you know, uh, Ricky, I watched your uh, mantra, it's really good. Uh, oh, yeah, I was really good. Thank you. Yeah, that's very kind of you. You would say that I was arrogant. But when you say, oh, Ricky, that was a really good show. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't exactly. as good as show. We, we bat them away, don't we? It's like... As human beings, we just we don't really want to accept a compliment because we might be seen as oh we're arrogant, but right, it's in the right way. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what people think. But we yeah, want you to start looking, you know, at, your, at yourselves yeah. the way that we look at you. And you know, yeah. this is something that I learn every day as well. And like you, you said, you introduced us, and yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that was so lovely. Like, <laughs> really? yeah. that's yeah. amazing. And even still, like like you say, it's con it's conditioned, and sometimes yeah. I call it like a bit of a diet. Like I yeah. do, you know, <laughs> put my mental diet back on and go. Do you know what? Like when you're when you're in your business, it's so lovely to take take a step back and back think. You know what? I've achieved yeah. some fantastic things, and still are achieving some fantastic things uh, in business. Definitely, yeah, yeah, Shout yeah, absolutely. It. Be proud about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we I all think... work hard, as you know. Yeah. business owners so why not let's not keep pulling up all the bad things yet everybody's got struggles but let's start celebrating the wins yeah 100 percent. i love that roxy yeah and that's a, a nice uh, comment i think I, I love the whole conversation because even to people listening right now that isn't uh, in the wedding industry the whole purpose of what katie and roxy have built with this community where you can you know find that there'll be loads of communities within whatever sector that you're in mm -hmm. uh, and the tips about time planning and managing your Power hours, hashtag power hours, as we were saying, um, is wonderful. So I, I guess then, Katie and Roxy, thank you so much for coming on to the show. If people want to find out more, if they actually are in the wedding industry and they want to find out more about what Twizen is, where can they find you? Okay, so they can find us at twizen-global.com. You can kind of go over there. Um, if you want to kind of have a little look at some of the tools that we use to kind of help us in manage our time and manage um, what we kind of do in our business, just head over to the resources section. There's, there's so much in there. So um, come, and, come and join our community. Like, honestly, from little videos to kind of pick-me-ups to kind of hints and tips that we've learned along the way and, and hints and tips that other people have kind of learned along the way. Um, from people that have been there, done that, walked the shoes that you kind of done, we'd love, we'd love to have you. 
And go Definitely. check us out on Insta. You can find us at Twizzing Global. Um, yeah, hashtag, hashtag in, you know, like you say, hashtag power hour. Like, let us know yeah. what you do in your power hour. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, great. Get some content on there. Yeah, let Twizzle know what are your power hours. Love that. And a shout out here to as well, because I am actually part of one of the communities, which is the Stanford and, no, Rutland and Peter Elm, which is hosted by Lucy Brain. So shout out to Lucy, because she does some great stuff in the community as well for Katie and Roxy. So yeah, and also, I guess for everyone else as well, you also have a podcast too. What's the name of the podcast and where so can people find you? our podcast is called The Web Pro Podcast. You can um, find it on iTunes and also on Spotify. Yeah. And um, I love our podcast. I love podcasts in general. Like, it's so good to just talk. You call it yes. for, for the soul, don't yeah, you? I was going to say, talking, I find it really, really good for my soul. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's great as well because you can, uh, if you're uh, in a hurry, put it on two speed or one and a half speed and listen to like a 40 minute podcast in 20 minutes. So there well, you go. We already talked fast. So that's <laughs> oh yeah, that might <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you listen to this, don't put it on two speed. I'm telling you. It kind of came about from a need of, you know, people saying, oh, you know, girls, we, we, we love your lives, you know, but, but we, we, knew that, we, knew that it, we knew that we were taking people away from their business. So, yeah. you know, we love all these tips that you do. So we were like, right. Okay. Let's go, let's go and put it on a podcast. You put it in your ears and work. Yeah. Stick it in the car, on the commute, on a jog. Absolutely, yeah. So if we are in your ears right now, we thank you for listening to this. Yeah, so Katie, Roxy, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I think this is the longest podcast as well. I've enjoyed the chat. And uh, good luck for the business and the future. And hopefully we'll see you at an event soon. You did an amazing job with your podcast, Ricky. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Take care and uh, good luck. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Unlock the Ricky Lock Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it's brought some value in your business. As always, thank you so much for listening and your continued support. If you haven't left a review yet, then head over to Apple Podcasts right now, hit a five-star rating for me. That would be absolutely amazing. And leave a little review as well. That really will help us out in the podcast charts. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Goodbye.